listening to Transformative Coaching. This is Nina Madhock. Welcome to today's episode. Today's podcast is about the value of self-compassion. Let's start by considering what self-compassion is. Well, it's really no different to compassion except you're directing it towards yourself. Take a moment to ponder on what the experience of compassion feels like for you. Well, to feel compassion for another person, you need to start by noticing that they're suffering. If you don't notice their pain, then you really can't feel anything for them and for that moment of suffering. So first you notice that they're in some kind of pain and they're suffering. And then your heart moves towards understanding them in that situation and how they might be feeling and towards kindness. And it's really understanding and kindness instead of judgments and criticism. And finally, it's moving towards a desire to help them in that moment of suffering. Now, the help might be active to remove the suffering itself, or it might be just to support them through so that they feel less isolated and alone in that moment. And really underlying all of this is a shared understanding that this is shared human experience. We all suffer, we all feel pain, we all make mistakes and we're all fallible. So that's what compassion is. What does self-compassion look like? Well, it's having kindness towards yourself when you're going through a difficult time or when you notice something that you don't like about yourself or when you find yourself hearing thoughts of criticism in your head. And instead of ignoring that pain and that suffering, it's about telling yourself, look, I'm going through a difficult moment right now. And just pausing to appreciate that the moment is difficult, this is part of life, but to ask yourself what it is that you can give yourself in that moment that helps you to feel less alone, more resourced, more supported, something that gives you comfort and care. Now, what that is might vary for each of us. Some of us, that's as simple as taking a bath, maybe having a good book that feels comforting, maybe lighting some candles, and for other, others of us, it's about going out and finding company, finding our friends and people that we love and care about to be with in that moment. But whatever your choice of method to obtain comfort, the most important thing is just to stop and say, look, this is difficult right now. Or what I'm noticing about myself is painful to notice. It's not about saying, let's ignore this with a stiff upper lip and get on with it. And why is it important not to ignore that moment? Well, when we do ignore it, it's really only a surface level that we're ignoring it. Under the surface, it still eats away at us and it ends up sabotaging things. I come across this time and time again with clients. They'll notice something about themselves and their behavior that they don't like. Only recently I was working with a client who noticed something she didn't like about herself. Now in that moment, there was a desire to say, actually, let's push it away. This isn't really happening. I don't really feel this and there's nothing wrong with me. And that's fine on one level, on the surface. But under the surface, it was contributing to her feeling insecure and vulnerable. And it was affecting her relationships and her interactions with other people. Because somewhere deep down inside, she was conscious, she was judging herself, she was criticizing. And there was this little part of her that was on the lookout constantly to see if she'd fail again. 
So self-compassion is about having that moment to pause, say that this is difficult so you notice your suffering, and then direct some understanding and kindness towards yourself. So replacing judgments and criticisms, replacing those voices that you hear in your head that tell you you're not good enough, instead with understanding and kindness that says, you know what, whoever said that I was supposed to be perfect, I'm not perfect, but I'm a good person, I'm happy with who I am, and hey, okay, maybe there's this thing that I want to change about myself, and maybe you do then take actions to change. Maybe that's something about your physical appearance, or your behaviour, or how you take in information, or how you process your emotions. Whatever you decide to change, that's because you have a desire to be happier and healthier. Because you care about yourself. It's not because you say, actually, you're not good enough. And under all of this, it's to honour and understand your own humanity. Just appreciate that you are human, you will make mistakes, and you'll go through periods of suffering. And when you take this approach, and instead of fighting life, you accept it, and you say there will be difficult moments, and in those difficult moments, I'm going to find ways to get through them in a way that I'm facing the situation, not running away from it, life becomes much easier. It's much easier to open when you know that you can deal with the consequences of anything that happens. It's much easier to be fully present and experience every moment when you're not fighting against things and trying to hide away from experiences that might be negative. Now I keep coming across this with clients, clients who are very harsh on themselves and they judge themselves mercilessly. And they keep pushing themselves to achieve and perform constantly. So why do we have this desire? Well, many of us see value in achieving things in life. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's a myth to say actually compassion and self-compassion is self-indulgent. And if I am self-compassionate then it will stop me from achieving things in life and I won't be driven to push myself anymore. But why is this a myth? Take a moment to consider what it might be like for a child. And any of you who have children of your own, think about your own child. Any of you who don't, just consider a child that you know or you've come across recently. If that child is trying to learn something, suppose they're learning to swim. Well, one way is to stand by their side and criticize them and push them and force them to get in the pool, put up a stuff, stiff up lip and, and get on with it and learn and stop being a wuss. But that will have a very negative effect on the child. And you know what, in the process they may even swim that length. But it will be soul destroying to them. They won't feel supported, they'll feel very alone and isolated, scared of failing. And maybe later in life it will be difficult for them to experience and embrace situations where they're not feeling fully confident. Because that fear of failure will keep coming up. Because it doesn't feel good when we face criticism. And instead, what can you do with that child? Well, you could stand by their side, encourage them, support them, ask them what their fears and concerns are, ask them what they need to feel resourced. You know, perhaps it's that they need to just paddle in the shallow end for a little while. Or perhaps to make them feel happier for a moment, they need to have some armbands on. Whatever it is, it's gentle steps towards achieving the same thing. And you know what? That child, in the end, will also achieve swim in that lap. 
they'll do so in a much healthier way, a much more constructive way, in a way that they feel supported, loved, cared for, no matter whether they achieve or don't achieve. So when you say to yourself, if I criticise myself and push myself, I'll achieve, that may well be true, you'll achieve, but at what cost? Just like that child, when you start to say to yourself that you must be the best, you must achieve, you cannot fail, you cannot make mistakes, it's quite traumatising to that child inside you. And instead, replace those criticisms with words of kindness and understanding that say, okay, this is difficult, what is it that I need to take that first step? And it's okay if I fail along the way, it's okay if I make mistakes, because it's much like learning to play a guitar. When you pick it up for the first time, you won't be able to play, and that's okay. But by the time you've done your hundredth hour of practice, you'll feel much more comfortable and confident. And if you can do that in a way that's supportive to yourself, with compassion, kindness, words of understanding instead of words of judgement, it'll change your whole experience of situations. You'll no longer be afraid to embrace new environments, no longer be afraid to open up with other people. Because no matter what happens, you are okay just as you are. You're alive, you're experiencing life, and that in itself is the greatest gift you can have.